Hello and welcome to the Civil Review Podcast. These are discussions about all things community engagement and civic data for local governments. We are your hosts. I'm Angelica, Communications Director at Polco. And I'm Jesse. I'm the Head Copywriter at Polco. Welcome to the Civil Review Podcast. We have access to community data and analyses that we've conducted over the past 30 years. The database lets us easily identify interesting trends and topics that are useful to government leaders. So today, Angelica, we are going to be discussing a very fun and celebratory topic, which is holidays and celebrations. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Oh, definitely Christmas, no doubt. But I also love 4th of July too, because it's a fun holiday break in the middle of the summer without a lot of the pressure that comes with Christmas and Thanksgiving and all those major holidays. It's just more casual, good food. You get to be outside, get to hang out with friends. So that's a fun one for me too. What about you? Oh, I think that my opinion on this changes. What's my favorite is different depending on how old I am or what's going on in life. When I was a kid, it was definitely Christmas because that's when you get all the loot. <laughs> and I loved the de- decorations. But now I think it might be Halloween. Oh, yeah. I love Halloween. It's so much fun. And I also really like Thanksgiving because we eat good. And kind of like <laughs> what I was saying, too, Thanksgiving is the same good food as Christmas, but without having to spend half your pay for the month. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) I get, I'm one of those people that enjoys every single holiday. You know how some people just don't like holidays. I've never understood that. I love all holidays being festive because why not just mix up the routine a little bit and throw up a little bit of decorations. I like being festive. I'm inclined to agree with you. I know that when in this particular discussion, we're going to get into why organizations and workplaces should include holiday celebrations or just any kind of celebrations. And I understand why to some that can be a controversial type of a topic. Some people feel that, especially in local government, you know, should local government organizations be partying in the office, or they may feel that it's not necessarily always being inclusive. But I think if we are taking the right approach to celebrations in the workplace where they are inclusive and we are being sensitive to the various diversities and the people that we have working for us, and that, and then if we're making sure too that our partying isn't getting in the way of our work and, and our responsibilities, then I see only benefits. And we're going to get into what those benefits actually are for any workplace, but we're really going to dive into local government specifically. And there really are a lot of great benefits. And we have some data from the National Employee Survey. Jesse, can you explain what the National Employee Survey is and give us a sneak peek at a couple of data points? The National Employee Survey is a survey that government employees respond to and it's asking employees what they feel about the workplace. So the whole purpose of this survey is for organizations to get an understanding 
of what their workplace looks like so they can help create a better environment for everybody. This is so helpful in retaining quality staff members and just creating that space that people enjoy, make them want to come to work, want them, make them want to stay there for a long period of time. And we've seen in recent years that local governments have struggled a little bit finding um, enough employees to staff to be fully staffed. So it's very useful in many ways. So we have a couple data points that are relevant to celebrations. One of them is the overall morale in my work group. So nationally, 65% of government employees feel positive about their morale. So that's not a bad number, but it definitely can improve. And something that can help boost morale is taking the time to celebrate with each other, taking the time to have fun with each other, relax, have conversations that aren't always just work-related. So that's one data point that we have. Angelica, do you want to talk about this second one that we have? Sure. We also noticed, again, this is a sort of a benchmarking assessment of workplace climate. According to the National Employee Survey, about 55% of local government employees are happy with the amount of appreciation that they are shown by their employer. And 55%, it's not the worst, but definitely there's plenty of room for improvement. We're really saying that only about half of employees in the local government workplace are feeling appreciated. And we also have discussed in the past how appreciation really contributes to staff retention and job satisfaction. And I think that this can play right along with celebrations. One great way that an organization can show staff appreciation is to host celebrations and to acknowledge various holidays and to acknowledge birthdays and landmarks such as your work anniversary. For example, this is my eighth year work anniversary here in June. That's I've been amazing. at this organization for eight years now, and we had a big meeting. We have monthly all staff meetings and everyone this month who had a work anniversary or a work anniversary <laughs> was was recognized. And that was nice. But another great way to acknowledge everybody is to throw a celebration in the office. I agree 100%. Another thing that we do too is acknowledge people's birthdays in these company-wide meetings. And it's just a simple way to show that acknowledgement. And you get a little bit of interaction with somebody on a team that you might not necessarily interact with all the time. That's right. In fact, both Jesse and I are having birthdays this month. So happy birthday, Jesse. Happy birthday, Angelica. June birthdays. We're actually very <laughs> close. You're the 19th and I'm the 22nd. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Are you are you? What are you? I'm a cusper. I'm a Gemini cancer cusp. Officially a cancer. Hmm. A cancer on society. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, blessing on society, yeah, I yeah. would like to say. <laughs> so what is your favorite office holiday tradition or past celebration? I have 
a tradition that started about the time when I got started with National Research Center at Polko eight years ago is actually on Halloween. Every year, we would have my mom come over and host a cookie decorating party. My mom is a, an amazing baker. She has a secret recipe for her very own cookies. She invented these cookies and the, the frosting that goes on there is kind of like a cross between a sugar cookie and a shortbread cookie. And you put that together and she makes this amazing buttercream frosting and she makes shapes. And then these are my favorite cookies on the planet, everybody. I've had cookies that are trying to be similar, but nothing quite... <laughs> quite can outdo mom's cookies <laughs> you're making them sound so delicious I love cookies they're my favorite dessert and I'm actually looking at a picture of these cookies right now and they are so good they're so good so the whole office would welcome my mom in and she would bring a hundred cookies that were baked and she'd have them shaped like leaves or pumpkins or cats or whatever. And then we would all get together and we'd decorate lots of cookies. And we would also have a costume contest and we would award little ribbons for the most creative costume and the best overall costume. And everyone would vote on the costumes. We would take pictures and put them in our little team photo album and we had a lot of great memories doing the cookie decorating activity together and having our costume we put music on monster mash things like that <laughs> and it is a a wonderful memory and a wonderful tradition at work to celebrate my favorite and now that I live in Texas the office was in Boulder Colorado now that I'm in Texas this year I am kind of considering maybe I should fly back just so we could do this again and I can participate. But at least we do have remote ways of celebrating as well. Jesse, do you want to talk about what we did last year for some of the holidays? So we've came up with some creative ways to celebrate holidays as a team, even though we're not in the same physical space. For Christmas last year, we did a white elephant exchange. That was a lot of fun. We did that all digitally. There's platforms now that you can sign up for that allow you to do this. But we purchased our, our white elephant gifts. And then everybody else also had a nonprofit that they wanted to donate to. So part of our money went towards buying the white elephant gift and the other part went towards donating to the person who selected our gifts nonprofit. I loved that celebration. I loved the the fun white elephant gifts that people chose, dancing toys and then the charities was the best part of all. Do you remember what was the charity that you picked out, Jesse? I picked the Denver Hospice. I picked that one just because personal experiences with family members being in hospice centers and I just really appreciate the people who take care of the dying. I think it's such a beautiful thing to do. So that's just something that's near and dear to me. And what did you pick, Angelica? I picked Colorado Uplift and they work with at-risk youth in the city. And 
they help increase graduation rates for high school schoolers and then help teach in the schools even. They have classes that help students get jobs, help them go to college, and they provide mentorship of students as well. So it's all about helping young people have adults that care about them and who are supporting them and helping them in in situations where they may not have that type of support at home. So that's what I picked. And your dad ran that nonprofit, right? Yes, he was their very first employee and he's still there. So it's, uh, I think he's been there for 40 years, I want to say. They've won many awards nationally for being the best nonprofit organization. And I grew up in with him, you know, he he started on before I was born. So I was technically the first uplift kid as the joke is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it worked. You're a very successful person today. So (laughs) Um, I also got your white elephant gift, which was a quill (laughs) and an inkwell, (laughs) which is something that I've always wanted to try. And I have to admit, I haven't tried it yet, but every time I see it, it's on my shelf. I'm like, one of these days I'm pulling out that quill and I'm going to write a letter by candlelight and send it to, I don't know. Send it to me. I want to see. I will. Yeah. (laughs) I got a moon. Yeah. A moon that you plug into the wall and it it, it's a light it's a lamp but it's shaped like a moon with a hand holding the moon so the moon is in your hands get it <laughs> yes everyone was trying to dodge john's gift john was is our uh, vp of marketing who is on our last podcast but he bought a dancing sloth toy that definitely is for people under the age of three. So everyone kept wanting to pass that one along. But and yes, Shantae ended up getting that and she gave it to her dog. And I think she said the dog ran away from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was a fun time. It's always good to have one gift that nobody wants. Thank you, John, for making the game fun. <laughs> yes I agree we also have examples of cities that are doing really neat celebrations for the holidays now currently in this at the time that we are recording this podcast we have Juneteenth coming up which is exciting and we also have the 4th of July coming up our Independence Day and then after that we've got the fall holidays we've got Halloween and we've got the Thanksgiving and then all of a variety of December holidays. And we have a couple of examples of local governments that are doing celebrations in their workplaces, but not only, they're also doing celebrations in their communities. I used to live in the city of Durango, which is a mountain town in Colorado, known for its skiing and outdoors. So they host a ton of fun city events. And largely it's because in the winter time, other than skiing and these things, there's not, there wasn't much to do as a community. So the city started hosting these huge events. One of the most popular well-known ones is called Snowdown. It's like a week long festival. There's definitely a lot of partying, a lot of drinking involved, but it gets 
everybody out of their homes and into the downtown. And it's just a way to encourage getting people out into the stores, the restaurants, getting together, participating in all these fun events. And there's always a theme with it every year. So one year it was Marvel or superheroes. Then it was like a rock and roll theme one year. So that's just a really fun creative event that the city of Durango would, that that they've hosted for years now. They also hosted a cardboard bobsled competition. There's always weird stuff like that going on. Like just mountain people without things to do come up with the most creative activities. Like in Gunnison, Colorado in the mountains, they have the burn the grump. It's the grump, right? This is something that I discovered when my brother went to college in Gunnison, Colorado, and he said every year they would have this festivist thing, and I think they called it the grump, and it was this wooden figure, and they would put it on a sled, a sleigh, and they would parade it downtown, down the middle of town, and they would burn it, and all of the residents would come out cheering, burn the grump. (laughs) burn the grump I think I'm saying it correctly it sounded like grump maybe it was a different word maybe it was crump like crump I don't know a lot of people actually travel every year for this festival (laughs) so that was that was kind of fun and there's also creative things that I've seen in other cities in Frederick they would have a non-holiday related festivals all the time and my one of them that's popular is the hot air balloon festival and they would bring out musicians and they'd have food truck parks and the, they'd do farmers markets and they would do competitions and games for the kids. And then have if every morning there would be hot air balloons going up in bright, beautiful colors and that. you could ride the hot air balloons. It was so much fun. And they also had on the 4th of July, they would do the parade. And a lot of cities do the parade for the 4th of July. And that would be in the morning. They'd get the high schools out there. The the high school band would march and they would get the their the dance groups and they would have the costumes and the and all of the it's a great opportunity for council to come out there and wave at everybody. But the fourth of July parades are a lot of fun in a lot of different cities. And then a lot of cities also will do things like in the wintertime, tree lightings, and they'll get everyone together. They'll have the tree pre-decorated and then turn on the the lights and everyone ooze and ahs. They do that in New York a lot with the big square, that giant tree. I think that's, is that the, the biggest tree lighting festival in the country is the one in New York? I think it's the, it has to be the most well-known. I think you might be right. I love it when cities have these events that are become so integrated into their identity and culture, like Snowdown in Durango. Another really weird one is Frozen Dead Guy Days. So Nederland is like a a city outside of Boulder, Colorado. And this man tried to cryogenically freeze himself. And that was discovered down the road. And it ended up becoming this huge festival that people celebrate every year called Frozen Dead Guy Days. And just last year, that moved to Estes Park because it was getting so big in Netherlands. And there was a lot of 
debate over the the town was sad to lose this festival because it was so integrated with their identity I've never heard of that (laughs) I have another example this one's from Franklin Tennessee they had paint the town orange for Halloween and this was not just on Halloween day but it was a month-long celebration in the historic area of Franklin downtown and so all of October, and they actually did this in, a few years ago, a couple of years ago when uh, the pandemic was kind of coming in and out of, of shutdowns and different seasons of the pandemic as we discovered it turned into seasons. But they found out through their community survey that residents really valued the festivals, the engagement opportunities, the enrichment, all of the cultural things that Franklin did was really valued and became known for doing a lot of great enrichment festivals and things. And so the residents didn't want to lose that that year. And so they said, okay, well, we're still going to do something that's, it's going to be safe for the pandemic, but it's still going to be fun. It's going to be something that we could even repeat in the future. So they took all month long to celebrate Halloween and they had pumpkins and orange things everything shades of orange different orange decorations not just pumpkins but just everywhere on the main street in that historic area and then visitors could come they could get a event t-shirt and then if you wore that t-shirt and you came out to the parades and everything then you could participate in a bunch of promotions so some of the restaurants might say hey you're wearing the orange shirt you can have a discount on lunch come on in you know come on over or the chocolate shop might give you a free chocolate or something like that and then also they had a costume contest and they also did historical tours outdoors which are also popular in any city that has a lot of history and a lot of historic buildings they like to do halloween in the halloween season they'll do haunted tours of old buildings and things like that. So that that's a fun one as well. Sign me up for the month long Halloween celebration. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm I'm for that. Since we're in the uh, summer season right now and looking at our summer holidays and I think it it's everyone knows about this already but there's going to be a lot of firework displays that are going to be sponsored by cities there will be festivals there will be farmers markets there will be parades there will be all kinds of good things and now that Juneteenth is officially a nationally recognized holiday we're going to see a lot of the same for that so I'm all for it I'm very excited I'm very excited to celebrate all of the ways that our 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 country and its citizens are free (laughs) yeah it's a great holiday to recognize and celebrate and it's also your birthday it is indeed (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk a little bit more about what acknowledging these celebrations, what they add to the government workplace or just workplaces in general. So I think one of the most important aspects of these celebrations is it brings the staff closer and improves work relationships. I kind of touched on it earlier where just having these holiday parties, it gives people an opportunity to have conversations that aren't directly related to work. 
sometimes we can get wrapped up in just only focusing on work-related tasks. And it's nice to give people this space to just relax a little bit, get to know their coworkers a little bit better and just enjoy themselves outside of your normal day-to-day routine. Absolutely. Also, having small celebrations in the workplace can give people a break. I know that in local government, people work very hard and they take on a lot. And the holidays especially can be a very busy time. They can be a very stressful time. And so I think it's important to make sure that that we remember that our staff are not robots. They're people and they need a break. They need something in the workday to help motivate them to keep going and improve that staff morale. And it's a celebration during work hours can be a really great way to have a, a small hour off and have a toast of apple juice with <laughs> your colleagues. <laughs> yeah. And as you touched on, it just helps boost the morale. It makes people return to their tasks a little bit happier, a little bit healthier, a little bit more well-rested, energized. Life is about balance. We all need this time to to work when we have to and celebrate when these celebrations are necessary as well. And also in the case of organizations that work remotely or there's multiple office buildings and things like that, a office celebration can be a really great way to bring people together. So let's say in the case of Polko, for example, and and most of us work remotely, we work from home. We actually are planning to do annual retreats where we can get the entire company together. And a lot of people will meet each other for the very first time in those retreats. And that is a great way for us to get to know each other better, which can improve our relationships, our professional relationships with each other. And that can help with productivity, believe it or not. When we get to understand how each other works, we get to know each other a little bit. It helps with collaboration. And the better we can collaborate, the more productive we're going to be, the more efficient we're going to be, and the more we're going to enjoy our jobs. That reminds me of a cool thing that we do do at Polka, which is our little donut meetups. This is a random meetup with someone in the company where you set aside 15 to 30 minutes just to have a conversation with somebody. And as a remote worker, I've really enjoyed these meetings because I've met so many people in the company that I would have never met before if it wasn't for taking the time to just schedule these meetings. And it gives you that break like you were talking about. It's like, okay, this has been a busy day. Now I get to spend a little bit of time just having a relaxed conversation. And yeah, I've noticed most of my donuts go over. <laughs> we we talk a little bit longer. So I think that just speaks to the fact that people enjoy having this time to just have a casual conversation, especially working remote, because you don't get that time as much as you would working in an office. Yeah, you can't just walk over to the lunch room to the water cooler and have that water cooler chat while your lunch is in the microwave. You don't get that anymore when you work remote. (laughs) No. Another fun thing about company celebrations and holiday celebrations is it can reveal co-workers hidden talents as you mentioned Angelica your mom's cookie party I'm sure you 
found out that some people have some artistic skill that maybe you didn't know about. I absolutely did. There were people who made the most gorgeous cookies. Jade Arocha, who is our director of survey research, actually is an amazing cookie decorator. She made entire Muppets and cartoon characters out of pumpkin-shaped cookies. They were perfect. (laughs) They were amazing. And then we also had people who made the most creative and hilarious uh that was the awards our halloween party had the most the funniest and most creative awards for the costume contest and there were people who put together costumes that would blow your mind i remember sonia wintink who is our coo she had one of my favorite costumes i've ever seen in my entire life was spocktoberfest was spock a Spock costume, like Star Trek costume with, with German Oktoberfest accents. And <laughs> it was I don't even amazing. Know and pointy eyebrows. I don't even yeah. know in pointy ears how she would come up with something like that. It was the most creative thing I've ever seen in my life. It was so fun. And she always has amazing costumes if you want to have a good time with someone and there's a costume contest involved you probably want to hang out with Sonia (laughs) that's very creative so in getting to do a lot of these things these celebrations really boost company morale they make us feel valued when it's just going to the office every day and doing your job and then going home You might feel like your company doesn't really care about you so much, but when your company is doing things, your organization, your local government, whatever you work for, if they're doing things to acknowledge you, to celebrate you, to bring you together and engage you, that really boosts morale and makes you feel like they care that you're there and that they appreciate all the good work that you do for them. Definitely. And that appreciation goes back to the retention aspect that we talked about earlier, that just this acknowledgement helps people feel valued. And it really does make people want to stick around when they forge those connections with their other colleagues and just start enjoying the company culture more that plays into retention more than some people might think. Yeah. We've seen research that indicate that when people have friends in the workplace, they're more likely to stay. And when you have friends in the workplace, then you're probably having more laughter in the workplace. So if you're having a fun event and everyone's smiling, everyone's laughing, okay, right? Laughter makes your lifespan longer (laughs) and it makes the kind of place where people want to be, where people are smiling and laughing and having a good time and enjoying each other's company That's the kind of place I want to be. For sure. And these events help people create memories. Angelica, I have some good memories with you when you were still here in Colorado, taking Penny and Bo on walks, getting lunches together. And I know those aren't company celebrations, but it's still nice to have that time together. Oh, we did celebrate Folco Day together, though. When you gave me the whole tour of the town of Frederick when you were working there, that was a great memory that I'll remember for forever. And I also got introduced to a place that I had never been to or explored before. So just creating these opportunities for people to connect in 
make these memories. Yes, I love that you bring up Polko Day. Polko Day is a quarterly holiday that we invented here at Polko, and it's all about employee (laughs) appreciation. (laughs) And what we do is we take one Friday per quarter where the morning is some kind of motivational speech or an appreciation speech or an activity. It could be like a workshop activity with folks where we get to stop our usual grind and get to have something that's going to help us improve ourselves in the way that we think and and kind of relax a little bit and to think differently. And then the second half of the day, we go out and do something fun in the community. So Jesse and I had two of them in person where we, one time we went to a meow wolf and went and enjoyed the art experience there. That was amazing with another coworker too. And then another one was, and we've talked about this one before, I think when in the dog episode, we got our dogs together and we did an art tour through the town of Frederick, Colorado, where I lived at the time. And we also got to hang out with our communications staff for the the, the uh, town communications staff. A few of them came out and hung out with us and told us more about the art and the the structures and the all of the different things that are going on in the community. We got to learn a lot more about the town of Frederick and all of the great things going on there. So that was a very fond memory. It was great to get together, get together with our dogs, get together with Jesse and bring our clients involved with it. It's just, I just love it. <laughs> Don't you think Polko Day has been such a huge part of establishing our company culture. Like we've done so many cool things on Polko Day. Like we did the Principles Us activity, which we discussed a couple episodes back. We've done so many neat things. And I I think it's helped bring people together. I agree. We started doing Polko Day last year and then kept doing it every quarter since then. And it's one of the reasons why a lot of people love working at Polko and it really has elevated our company culture. I think that's a good tip for any organization, local government or otherwise, just make up your own holiday and, and come up with some work worthwhile activity that can help unite people and rally people around the the mission that you have or whatever it is that might be important it's just it's been a really beneficial I don't think people expected it to be as beneficial as it's been I agree and the last reason I think why organizations should sponsor events and celebrate holidays is because it's not just the employees especially in the case of a local government it's not just your employees who see the benefits it's also the people that you serve So it's your community too. And especially in the case of local governments, when you're celebrating holidays, you're making community festivals and community events and things that you actually get to invite your residents and your businesses to come and celebrate with you. So that means that everybody gets to celebrate together and everybody gets to engage together. Families get to hang out with their neighbors and they get to hang out with you. And it also makes everyone a little bit happier. So if you're doing something that's kind of a customer service oriented type of a role and you just had a great 
holiday event or other type of a celebration, then you're probably going to have a, a brighter outlook. So your customer service will probably be improved as well. So everybody wins when we have celebrations in the workplace. I don't know about you, Angelica, but I'm ready to party. All this talk of celebration. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm ready to go yes. celebrate. I'm ready too. So let's have a great weekend and we're going to celebrate Juneteenth and my birthday. And then we're going to have a great time. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do for the 4th of July this year. And then another thing is our marketing team is getting together to celebrate just to get together. Uh, and, and that's going to be over the summer as well. So we're looking forward to an in-person celebration. So we're we're practicing what we preach. We believe that this is great. And we believe that this is going to help us be happier at work and more efficient and more collaborative and all of those things. So let's do it. Let's do it. I can't wait for our marketing team meetup. Maybe we should record a podcast. Yes, we could do a podcast in person. <laughs> I would love that. Well, we want to hear about your celebrations, what you do with your organization what your traditions are, please let us know. Email us at civilreview at polco.us. And let us know what community engagement topics you want to hear next. Thank you for listening to the Civil Review Podcast by Polco, produced by Angelica Waddell and Jesse O'Brien. For more content like this from Polco and our National Research Center, Sign up for the Civil Review newsletter at polco.us slash civil review.